0: in case you missed it on Newsbreak. We do create a very tight web network of all the contacts on a day-to-day basis, targeting those who could have been in contact with the uh, the, uh, patient at the time that they could have been infected. So it will extend to those who were part of the vicinity of the individual during that flight that came from Dubai. And again, it's not to cause panic, it's just to say, we would uh, encourage them to come forward so we can just work together, just make sure that we screen them and that they are tested. And this must be treated as a matter of public uh, concern and a sense of responsibility to come forward and uh, uh, disclose if you are part of that so that you can quickly check. We don't expect that every one person who's, <coughs> who got a, uh, who's uh, uh, infected with the virus will be infected to everyone who come across them, because the uh, uh, form of uh, um, uh, infection is what we call droplet infection it's got a limited distance to which uh, the droplet from the fluids coming from the mouth through sneezing, through talking, through coughing uh, would actually reach someone who's beyond 1.5 meters away. And so, because of that, we tend to then be very scientific and limit uh, uh, the exposure to the immediate contacts. And then, uh, once those are tested, if they're all negative, then of course we all go home without any worries. If we find any one of them who's positive, We then take that one into the center and then we recreate the concentric ring again around them of immediate contacts. We want to put it very clearly that it's the contact of the person who's tested positive that we get concerned about. But contacts of contacts are not our immediate concern because scientifically it is not uh, possible to spread to all of those unless their contact was himself or herself already infected. So that is what message we're trying to bring to uh, the community around here. And the issue is that we need our communities to work with us. As we deal with this problem, we just want you to know that our team, of surveillance is very um, attentive and vigilant so we will always move around to move to the people who need to be given um, the attention and testing and so on. It's a very thorough process. We have here with us uh, you know, our team from NICD and the whole team that is part of this response. Where in this case therefore uh, we have asked that the school need not be closed and that the parents need not panic. And also we accept that there would have been kids who would have had flu-like symptoms before this incident. We can just get them checked, but looking at the way this uh, instance has evolved, it's very much unlikely that there would be uh, someone who would display symptoms outside the contacts that were immediately in contact with with this particular individual. So we just need to check that because we now need to be very certain about it. So we then will not be testing any of the children in the school. We will also not be closing the school. We also recommend that uh, parents must just have a a high level of observation so that if there's anyone they are concerned with, we can consult the medical teams and deal with it. Having said so, uh, we also are assured that the province is very well ready to deal with this particular individual. In this case, uh, uh, our reports are that the patient is not very sick, actually. Uh, And and ordinarily, you could even have treated such a person outside home, were it not because we're dealing with this new novel uh, coronavirus, so we've taken the patient to hospital. But what would happen to the patient? The people in the hospital are already well-kitted with what we call protective uh, gear, protective clothing, so that no fluids, no droplets will actually enter the the body of the uh, health worker, and then they look after the patient. If the patient is treated and gets better, that patient will be free to go home. That will be the end of quarantine and any form of isolation. Now, that's different to those who are in the house. Those who are at home, we will get the team to go and look at them and just be sure that you are happy with the level of their isolation where they are, where do they get their daily groceries, and where where do they go so the children mustn't go to school, people must not go to work, and so on, but in that process, if we are concerned that there might be a risk of anyone else being uh, affected, we will then take them out uh, into another place where they would have to be quarantined. This is only one case, so it's not the same as in Wuhan, uh, Hebei, and so on, so we're looking at it very scientifically from that kind of, sp- of perspective. Guidelines from WHO are very good, because they give us a sense of all of that. In this case, therefore, uh, the Department of Health, uh, today we will be addressing the staff, just to make sure that they understand that the this is a normal treatment of people just needs higher level of uh, protection and therefore if more people come they must not panic they must not fear and that there is a way of ensuring that there is no risk to the staff in this case if we are aware of the patient the risk to the staff is actually uh, uh, much less so uh, we are going to be assuring them of that and the department as we speak today is already uh, working quite hard with these teams to, to a look at the, all these uh, contacts that are going to be traced. Let me leave that issue at that point in terms of uh, how we're going to deal with this one. And just uh, make a plea to all South Africans that this issue of uh, coronavirus, as a matter of emergency, government is in a position to deal with it. We need everyone to take the basic precautions where we make sure that we wash our hands frequently and that we, uh, you know, block our mouths with tissues when we cough or sneeze, uh, and therefore, make sure that we keep a distance. If somebody's coughing, you need to keep a distance about a meter and a half away, and so on. Otherwise, uh, we're also encouraging people to, you know, frequently wash hands. If you're in a health setting, we keep uh, more of what we call the disinfectants nearby so that people can keep, uh, you know, uh, cleaning their hands and so on. When somebody's been to the bathroom, somebody's been doing something, please make sure that your your hands are washed and clean. That's the basics. And secondly, we must stop spreading fake news that either ridicule the efforts of the health workers or that frighten people, or send stories around. You, you get voice notes of people who now are experts on coronavirus, they tell you that a, a, a coronavirus has been confirmed in their village, and others, they've got a coronavirus, that have been confirmed by their friends on WhatsApp. All of those kinds of things are not helping South Africa. We are saying that the people that you came to meet are actually going to constitute the response of South Africans to the coronavirus uh, inf- infection. Whether we are able to contain it depends on the community in South Africa, particularly in this area where the case has been spotted. If it's spotted in any other part of the country, we need those communities to be well informed so that they do not uh, panic in the wrong way and end up uh, you know, uh, causing more problems for ourselves. That is the main issue. The president has called and and, uh, um, appealed for all of us to have come, and so we need to be able to do that. I'm very pleased here because I've actually had a discussion with the Premier of the province and MECs. They will be taking forward the information campaign to meet various stakeholders so that people don't uh, feel that they are alone. I said to the parents that it's actually totally understandable for parents to feel that, uh, you know, they will be anxious. If it is your child, you don't want your child to be uh, put into harm. Therefore, the parents do have to be concerned, but in the process of being concerned, please please be aware you are not alone. We are all together in this, and the best way government can fight uh, the vi- spread of coronavirus is a, an alert community that responds to the guidelines, that works together, that is united, that is able to spot the problems, deal with it. That will not, dis- that will not stigmatize those who are infected. We must, ever, must never allow a situation where children start pointing at another child and say, don't play with that with child, he's coming from quarantine. Don't play with that child because the mother has been tested for coronavirus. Don't play with the child because their school was closed because of coronavirus. It will be most destructive. In fact, coronavirus doesn't stand to destroy South Africans, But fake news, disinformation, stigma, and a a lack of cooperation and disunity, that's what's gonna cause us a problem. So we have been very pleased with the response of the community here. Everyone has been able to raise the concerns that they've got. These are normal concerns that you must keep sharing every day and therefore we've been able to clarify a lot of issues amongst them. I want to then say, um, to the media, there has been a lot of support and cooperation from uh, most uh, sectors of the media. Please keep up that good work because South Africa depends on correct information coming from you. We also want to request you, we have got enough experts, uh, you know, clinicians, we have got uh, virologists, we have got uh, epidemiologists, we have got all different uh, different uh, uh, um, uh, specialists that are open to come and give you information, use them so that you don't use people who are going to be coming here as fear mongers and uh, spreading wrong information. So we have also had rumors that there might be other people who are infected, who are in contact with this particular individual, we're actually going to detail. So I can give you an example. Yesterday, we had uh, a story that uh, someone in this area was also having serious uh, uh, symptoms. So we went and called the doctor. I was saying to the parents, I got my report around 12.30 last night, and the doctor took us through the details of the presentation of this individual and also the contacts around the individual we were quite satisfied it doesn't constitute a suspected case. You constitute a person who's got symptoms that you must go for screening, check them up, and just be sure that they don't have coronavirus. If they do have, we'll follow it up and see what is the problem. So, anywhere there's suspicion, somebody called and said there's a patient in Addington. Or some people were saying, oh, yeah, we've got this patient. We don't have. What we've got are people who are sick all over and we must just, if we're concerned, let's make sure that the, the authorities take the necessary precautions that the clinicians, the doctors, the nurses, uh, examine them and then they take the, the follow, them, follow the, uh, them the right way. The other story that's been making news again has been the story of uh, a mutiny in the defense force, they will not fly to China. Again, because media has got protection of not having to divulge their sources, we can't even know where they would have caught such a story, we're not aware of it. I've spoken to the Chief of Defence, I've spoken to the Surgeon General, I've spoken to the Minister. Everybody dismisses it, dismisses it as lies. And in this case, our plans to get our um, um, people from Wuhan are still on course. We did say it's going to take us seven to ten days. We're working through that because there are lots of uh, supply chain issues, contractual obligations, uh, you know. Uh, details of flight uh, arrangements, the plans of getting permissions, and all of those issues. You need to really make sure that these things are impeccable, and people will go out there and then fetch the team. The Defense Force will conduct this uh, uh, evacuation, is their mandate, and the quarantine is going to be handled through the Department of Health, as well as South African Military Health Services. Uh, all of those issues are on course. Uh, we We're asking South Africans to be brought back, not because we were unhappy with the way China has treated uh, coronavirus. In fact, China has been the best. 80,000 cases, 53,000 have recovered. 30,000 are still on treatment. In the next few weeks, China will have a minimal number of people who are uh, we're having uh, coronavirus. In addition, we've seen that the numbers of new infections in China is reducing. The numbers of deaths are also reducing. We're seeing that other countries have got an increase in the numbers of, uh, uh, of new infections and numbers of death. We'll observe that. We want to be, as South Africa, amongst the countries where we'll discover the cases of coronavirus, contain them, make sure that the people recover and limit the spread. We don't want to see any of the South Africans' lives being lost of coronavirus because we've seen that it can be treated somewhere else. We also want to reduce the numbers of people who, when the infection is spotted, must also be affected by it. We are determined to do that, we want to make sure that South Africa is amongst countries like Vietnam, where are 16 cases reported and all of them recovered and they're done with it. Like Nepal, where they had one case and they treated that, uh, the, the, that person and that didn't have any new cases. Like Iceland. Same thing, there are a few other countries that have done a good job and we keep monitoring every day how many are recovering in a particular area. In South Africa, we're asking that if South Africans work together. We'll get someone with a coronavirus testing positive, we'll contain it within that individual or the immediate uh, people who might be affected, treat them all, get them to recover, look for the next one. When the next one comes, we do the same. Discover the individual, treat the person, don't stigmatize anyone, make sure that the uh, virus is stamped out. The truth of the matter, no country can ever stop coronavirus from reaching its shores. And it is not the failure of our health system. Some of the people have said to us, well, your health system is full of challenges, and they say, yes. It's overcrowded, yes. There are long queues, yes. "Yes." All of those issues we are attending to, but we're dealing with an emergency here. To deal with that emergency, we don't have to quibble about the weaknesses of our system. We've got our strength. That is more important than our weaknesses. That's gonna help, uh, help to make sure that we can contain this virus. We can do it as South Africans working together. We have said to the team of parents of the community here that the team South Africa that's gonna fight coronavirus starts here. It is those communities, it is those parents, it's those children, it's the health workers, it's official uh, officials in different government departments, it's the media, it's the public, it's South Africans all over that must make sure we defeat this coronavirus. We have seen a number of epidemics, and I was giving them an example. In this in this country, we have dealt with a number of them. When we were to deal with an, epi- a, 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 an outbreak of malaria, we were able to contain it and reduce it quite drastically. When we dealt with cholera, we dealt exactly the same way. We were to deal with uh, listeriosis. We were to also deal with the issues of Ebola. Whatever they happened, we're, we were there in South Africa ready. So for the outbreak, we're ready. When it gets to a point where it is so high, we can then start worrying about the new resources that are needed and whether we need to, you know, create new facilities, infrastructure. We're not there yet. We only just confirmed the first and one case. In two months, one of the few countries that have done that, 86 countries today have got this coronavirus, but we are amongst the last ones. We're simply saying, South Africans can face this and deal with it, and therefore the message to everyone, is that we can fight this, we can fight it together. Going into the future, when coronavirus becomes uh, endemic in this country and other countries, we obviously need to build in new systems and resilience and probably new resources, new approaches. Maybe by then there'll be vaccines, maybe by then there'll be other interventions. We hope that scientific uh, researches will be able to help us at that point, but we are saying, it is possible to contain this virus. The fact that we have been able to meet with the parents, everyone who's positive yet, does mean that in fact sitting here as South Africans, we can actually spot the, uh, uh, the infection and deal with it. So we are on the lookout. We're not uh, recommending closing of schools, canceling of matches and so on. We need to talk to the churches, we need to talk to sporting bodies and all of that and consult what can we do, what should we do into the future. But right now, we just want to say, South Africa has, re, has only confirmed one case. And that one case, we are on top of the situation. The people who are coming from Wuhan. None of them have been tested positive. None of them are sick. We don't expect that should increase the risk. So these uh, stories that going all around for people to panic, we think that, we must come, that must come to an end. It's important for us to be able to say, we can deal with this problem if we work together. It is not because we are weaker that we will have a, a case into South Africa. It will be because we are part of the world. Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.